Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Own Your Awesome podcast. I'm your host, Miranda Von Fricken. If I sound different, it's because I'm trying to control the crazy. <laughs> Usually I come to you and say, oh my God, I'm so pumped for this episode, which I totally am. I'm always pumped for these episodes. This one's a little different. This one, I'm in the middle of something ridiculous and I'm trying to articulate it in a way where I won't lose you (laughs) because you think I'm bonkers. So stay with me because this is a doozy. Now, if I had intro music, this is where the intro music would come in and it'd be like, doop, doop, doop. Anyway, here I am. All right, calm down. (laughs) This is live people and I don't edit, so you're getting it all. All right. I'm not sure what I'm going to call this episode yet. I think it's going to be called Own Your Answer or The Answer because it's bigger than us. It's like the answer. Like, remember when The Secret came out and we were like, oh, The Secret. Like, I fucking found it. Like, I've got The I, I It just came to me in the shower. Always in the shower. I swear to God, the shower is like a portal to a different dimension or the water is magical. Either way. It always comes to me in a shower and here I am again with wet hair um, in my pajamas, like trying to articulate in a practical way what I've just experienced, but still continue to bring the energy because that's actually where it's coming from is everything I'm feeling right now. So here's the thing. The question, if you're like, oh, what's the answer? The, The answer is it's all an experiment our whole life, why we're on this earth, what we're doing here, figuring out our calling, um, finding resources to achieve goals, all those things. It's a fucking experiment. And it's one we asked to be a part of. We agreed to it. All right, so friends, I'm going to get a little woo here for a minute. But you know me, I'm, I'm all about woo and practicality and implementation so you're getting the best of both worlds here you're gonna get the crazy woo side of me that is like (laughs) you're not gonna get the real crazy woo side of me my mastermind just got that in a boxer message (laughs) sorry girls um and my kid and husband just got it through a text message they got a version of it so (laughs) you guys are gonna get the the entrepreneurial spiritual side of me because i want this to really land home with you and i want you to to think I want you to leave this episode being like damn that's that's crazy let me think on that let me let me live out what she's talking about let me actually feel what she's talking about so the answer is it's all an experiment the question is like what's happening why are we here right I'm reading a couple different books obviously one is my daily devotional and one is you are the placebo by dr joe I want to say Sapienza, but that's not true. It's my kid's basketball uh, coach. (laughs) Uh, Dispenza, Dr. Joe Dispenza. And it's all about rewiring our brain. And we are the placebo. We have the power within us to heal our bodies, to do all the things. Um, And it's stories of like wonderful transformations that even his story is ridiculous. And so if you have obviously like a to-do list, add his story to it, like learn a little bit about Dr. Joe Dispenza and his story and read some of his work because it is taking me to new levels. It's it's ridiculous. All right. So 
this experiment that I've kind of, I'm not going to tell you like the catalyst of what brought me to it because it's very personal. Um, it's about a relationship that I have in my world that really wasn't thriving. And then all of a sudden something happened and it clicked why it wasn't thriving. It clicked because I realized as I age, I'm remembering more and more about this being our temporary home here on earth. It's so crazy, I know. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to scale it back. <laughs> and okay, Carrie Underwood, temporary home. Thank you, girl. But like we are here to learn some things, to figure out like what what being a human is all about. And then I think ultimately remembering our calling. It's already in us. And it's like, oh, figure out your calling. No, we already know what it is. We need to remember it. So that's kind of where I am in my head today. Like I already know where my I know what my calling is. I help people live it out. I help people figure it out all the time. Because it's already in us. So as a life coach, I pull it right out of you, right? Like, so that's something I've been doing for years, not surprised. But I call it an experiment because it's it's all trial and error. It's figuring out, it's remembering. Actually, remembering is probably more the answer than the fact that it's an experiment. Interchange experiment, if you don't like that word, for gift, experience, test, trial. Like there's so many different things that we could kind of like swap the words out for. Um, but either way, we are not of this earth. And therefore, when we're on earth, I think, I just thought in my head, we were given like 100 years to, to live out this earthly existence. And some of us are throwing it away, not even on purpose. We just don't know it. We don't know that we're here on this earth to do certain things and to learn certain things and to remember our previous existence, which is a spiritual existence. You've probably heard at, you know, at some point in your life, like, oh, we're spiritual beings having an earthly experience or a human experience. I've always thought that, but I've never felt it in my body. I've never felt it in my soul before like I did this morning. And I think I'm coming down from the crazy because I'm now now forcing myself to talk slower. <laughs> it's just happening. So so that's good. So that means you'll get a little bit more of the educational side of me versus the crazy in your face side of me, which is what I want you to hear. So here's the thing. If we know... And if you're not there yet, that's okay. Like, just keep listening. I'm going to say some practical stuff anyway. But if you're like, yeah, girl, I knew that. I can't believe you just got there. You seem like you would have been there forever. Like, I've been there. However, I've never, there's there's like levels of quote unquote there. And I think I just got to the one of the highest levels. I can't imagine I'm at the highest level yet because I'm not actually that spiritual light being again yet. Um, but I think when we talk about becoming our highest self, I think I just kicked a hole in the wall to getting there. And I want to take you with me. I, I want you to hear it. I want you to feel it. I want you to get there because holy shit, is it is it like mind-blowing? And here's the thing. It really ties to, yes, becoming our highest self, having the power within us to do all the things we want to do. I think it's why people become like extravagant billionaires is because they were they probably were born without a veil like i think we've lived with a veil over our face over our spiritual face being if you will as armor i think it was armor to protect us because you know this world is kind of harsh right it can be really cruel bullies war racism like it it's bad it can be really bad but then 
that the veil we have is to protect ourselves. But I think once we lift, once that veil is lifted, we see things a little bit differently and it's almost fucking comical that we've never seen it before. And so these like multimillionaires or people who achieve all their dreams or they ever see on Instagram that the infomercial about the lady who won all the lottery, <laughs> like every time she, she entered something, she won it. I think it's, it's probably, she probably thought it was hilarious because she's like, duh, of course I win shit. I had a friend once that used to get so mad at me because anytime I said I wanted something, she knew it would happen. And this is when I was in like my twenties. I think as I got older, I forgot that I had that power. I'm now remembering it again. And I can't wait to see what happens with it. But like she used to get so mad because I'd say, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna do X, Y, Z. And she'd be like, everybody else would be like, okay, Miranda, blah, blah, blah. You're crazy. She'd be like, no, it's going to happen because she just fucking said it. And that's how she is. Um, she says something. It just happens. She's lucky like that. And I was like, ah, no, I'm not lucky like that. I'm just good. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not confident. I'm convinced. That was like my mom's line forever. I thought it was so cute. Um, but it wasn't an arrogance. It was just a knowing, right? Like it was a knowing. So... I think that is why we're here is to remember that we already know like crazy. We already know the answers. We already know what resources we need. We already know the steps to take. We are just letting stupid things like fear and doubt and these fake syndromes we make up like imposter syndrome. (laughs) We let them get in our way because we think it's protecting us. So if we could just find a way to lift the veil of ignorance and and not knowing and not remembering who we actually are, which are beings of light that have the power to do absolutely anything we want for our highest good and the highest good of those around us. I feel like I got to put that in parentheses there just in case any of you are like, oh, I'm going to go rob a bank. We're not here to do that. You can if you want, obviously, but it won't work out for you. But we are here to remember. We are here to remember that we already know. And that is the answer. Why are we here? It's not to pay bills, pay taxes, shovel the front yard. However, let me get into the practical side of things. Shoveling the front yard, paying taxes, paying bills is a part that we agree to. We agreed to that when we said yes to this experiment or this experience. We said, all right, all right, I'm going to be a homeowner, which means I got to mow the lawn, I got to rake the leaves, blah, 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 or whatever it is. Like, I agreed to come here and change people's lives and to help them remember, but I, I need certain things to do that. So I agreed probably to do a lot of professional and personal development. I agreed to go through some fucking crazy hardships like losing four jobs in a row where I thought that was my identity losing two brothers like what the fuck is that that's some bullshit like it's weird to think I agreed to that but I bet you I agreed to suffer tremendous losses in order to ascend to the level I was ultimately supposed to ascend to and to help those around me do the same If I didn't go through certain losses, if I didn't go through trials, if I didn't fail at certain things or let fear stop me at times, I would never come to the remembrance of the fact that I have the power. So if if my life really was just lucky and I just from birth was given everything, I'd never remember. If I had everything handed to me, everything came easy, if I won all the things, like nothing 
I would never have remembered. I would have just stayed stuck in that that obscure uh, I'm fabulous and everything gets handed to me mentality. And that's that's not what helps us to ascend. It's healing from those things. It's remembering we have the power. It's knowing on the other side, my brothers are there cheering for me and laughing at me like, girl, took you long enough. Like, we're just here traveling the galaxies um, on our motorbikes, just waiting for you to do your thing and be awesome. And then we'll see you soon, girl. Like, we got a pink one here waiting for you. Like, I'm not trying to downplay grief or the earthly feeling of loss because I just cried about an hour ago for about 40 minutes, like ugly cry. So trust me, I feel the earthly pain, but I now realize the higher level of potentially what it's all for. So I'm just like walking around my room, like going crazy here, but I hope you're still with me. I hope you're like, Hmm, I don't know. She may be onto something. If you're not, that's okay. Like you're not there yet. I know you want to be, or you wouldn't be listening to my podcast. So here's the thing. So, so what? So now what? I I now have this greater understanding. Something has sparked in me. I have lifted the veil. Actually, I think the veil was lifted for me through little signs of things that have happened over the course of the holidays, the new year, and this magical shower I just took. Now what? So now what is we don't waste a single moment on this earth. We stop with the excuses because they're not even real. We stop bullshitting ourselves. We stop allowing fear to hold us back because that's not even a thing either. Like, sure, there's some fear in, you know, like jumping off a cliff, you know, whatever. But if your dream is to fly, yeah, maybe you got to jump out of a plane with a parachute. You know what I mean? Like, all right, I'm, I'm going to go crazy there for a second. I need to wrap myself back into reality. It's not to waste a single moment on this earth. The gifts we're given, the books in front of us, the people around us, our pets, like they all have answers. They're all a part of our awakening. And, oh, maybe it's called own your awakening. Mm, maybe. Well, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> You'll know, obviously, before I do. Because, well, maybe not before I do, but you'll see it in the title, obviously, when you click on this. But I'm still working out the title, obviously. But all these things around us are a part of our awakening. And if we're not tapped into it or we're not in the moment, things that you hear that kind of like go in one ear, out the other, we're never going to start to chip away at that veil and start to awaken and remember why we're here. So let's get really practical. So one more quick story though. So I'm in the shower and I'm like, all right, I got to wash my body, blah, 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 all the things. And I've got like a lymphatic drainage issue. So I'm often like massaging like my chest and my armpits and like trying to like just release all of the inflammation and the fluid that doesn't need to be in there. And so I'm mentally like working that out in my head, you know, telling my body to release it. It's okay. Like wash it away. And I'm thinking like, oh, like we're probably given a hundred years of this body. Obviously, 70 to 100 is probably the average lifespan here. But I'm thinking if we're given 100 years or so with this body, the things we're doing to maintain this body and the use of it is ridiculous. Like fast food, soda, um, staying stagnant, sitting in desks for hours at a time. Um, I don't know. What are other things that we do to hurt ourselves? Like I just... 
it, it made me think like, holy crap, like I need to treat my body like a temple, which I've thought that before. The Holy Spirit lives in me. I've had many spiritual moments where I'm like, oh, the Holy Spirit is in here. Why would I just put a double cheeseburger from McDonald's in there too? Because <laughs> they're freaking delicious and I'm weak anyway. But my thought is like, we need to take care of this body because this is the body. This is the vehicle that's going to get us to where we're going and to where we're meant to be. And it'll just give us more time right? The more time we have in this body where it's healthy and healing. And actually my brother made me think more of it, both brothers actually. So Vinny was pretty health conscious and well, he didn't eat well, but he had, he was in good shape. He was an athlete. And then Mitchell, my brother who lives in Florida, the other day was talking about like his face routine and the skincare routine. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm be healthy, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I didn't even realize like this kid is super healthy and I'm sure he doesn't eat super healthy, but the way he takes care of himself, I was like, that's so smart because if he's going to be here, he might as well look good, right? And have good skin and feel good. And it just, it's all been clicking with me today that how we treat our body, the better we treat our body, whether it's skincare, lotion, like we're made of 75% water, are we not? Like, why aren't we replenishing the water within our body so we can work at optimal conditions, my daughter is an athlete. Granted, she's only 12, but she's an athlete. And if her calling in life was basketball, I don't, we don't know it 100% yet. We know she's good, but she's still 12. So I don't know if, if that's her calling. But if she starts to re, like realize that basketball is her calling, she's going to need to treat her body like a temple. I mean, it's still something she does. So she needs to treat her body properly, which she eats fairly decent and we get her blood tested so we know if she's lacking any nutrients or whatever so she can perform optimally but the same for us why aren't we testing our our blood to make sure we've got all the vitamins and minerals we need why aren't we you know seeing an eye doctor or going to the dentist if we need to be like it just baffles my mind that we let our physical body kind of be last we took we call it self-care go to the spa get pampered no man go see the people you need to see so your body works at its highest level, at its peak, so that your mind can work at its peak, your heart can function at its peak, and you have the energy to do all the things we need to do, like personal development, prayer, meditation, playing with our kids, like all the practical things we're here on this earth for. So, all right, so step one is to treat your body as the temple it is, not just because the Holy Spirit resides within it, but because we need the energy to live out our calling. And if we're not clear and we're fuzzy because of the junk that we put in our body, our body's spending way too much time filtering it out when it should be using the energy to make our joints, muscles, organs work high functioning as high as it possibly can in order for us to do the things we need to do, right? So your body is a wonderland. Thank you, John Mayer. (laughs) Treat it as such. Here are some more practical things because I don't even know how long this is so far, but I'd like to wrap it up. So Practical stuff. I want you to get to this moment. I don't know if you have while I was talking this whole time, but if you have, you're welcome. And I'm very proud of you. If you haven't, that's okay. Get to this moment. And here's how I I think, here's how I think I got to this moment, right? There was a few sparks that happened, but I think how I actually got to this moment is years of personal development, reading the books about spirituality, frequency, brain power, wavelengths, like all the woo stuff that you may be afraid of or are like, that's a little crazy. Like I need to learn Excel, like learn Excel, but also take some time to learn the rest of the stuff too, this spiritual side of our existence. Pray and meditate, right? Like I got really 
really leaned in and plugged into my faith in the last maybe like five or six years, but more so in the last six months. So the deeper I get into my faith, the deeper I feel like I get into me, which is what is chipping away at that veil. And so prayer, meditation, and then the people we surround ourselves with. I've left a few business coaching groups because they didn't have that spiritual edge that I needed and was looking for. Sure, it helped me to get to six figures. I'm very grateful, but I knew I was missing something. I don't think it's another business course that's going to get me to a million, which is my goal for the end of 2025. Stick with me. I'm sure I'll talk about it at some point. But I knew it would need to be, I need to get to my highest version of myself in order to do that more easily. Sure, I could have absolutely hustled my face off, done everybody's LinkedIn profiles, created content for everybody and their brother, and rake in a million dollars. Sure, I probably could. But I don't want to hustle my face off. I want to do it with, with what my friend Nancy says, with ease. I want to I want to slide into a million and be like, damn, that was easy. So here's how I'm how I'm doing it. I'm I'm doing tons of personal development in the right areas of what I feel I need. Prayer, meditation, and surrounding myself with the right people. One of my spiritual, she's not a guru. I don't even know if she likes that name, but Jess Perillo, and I will send me a DM and I'll connect you to her, runs these signs and synchronicity classes that are free. They're on Voxer. She hosts a mastermind that's not free, but it's affordable. And we get in there every week and talk about things like spirit guides, numerology, human design. And I'm learning more about me at the higher level version of me, not just the today sitting in my desk, what numbers do I have to crunch version of me. And it has changed everything in my life, mind, and heart. I'm fighting for the sense of remembrance. I am working towards remembering, and I think that's what got me here. And it wasn't like, oh, I really need to remember why I'm here on this earth. Like, that's that's a weird concept, right? Like, how can you remember something? Sure, like, you can be triggered by a smell or something. But for me, it was a relationship that re- that made me remember. And actually, it was a relationship that made me realize why it wasn't working out. Uh, that made me realize why we're two different people. And that's what made me, it sparked my remembrance that I couldn't control. What I could control is the desire and the forward momentum and the intentional action of personal development, prayer, and surrounding myself with the right people that got me to where I am today. Because if I didn't do all this personal development, if I didn't lean into my faith and I didn't surround myself with the right people that I need in this moment of my life, I don't think that one thing that happened to me this week would have actually sparked the remembrance. I think it would have just been like, whatever, blah, 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 and I would have moved on. And then laugh. I know this sounds crazy, but after I remembered why we're on this earth, I laughed hysterically. And now, mind you, not too long ago, I just told you I was crying for like 40 minutes over grief that I feel. So it wasn't, it was that that grief and that cry may have been a release to open me up and the laughter, the laughter made me sit in it, I think. Not in the grief, but sit in the remembrance of all the things that just happened that I remembered this morning about why we're here on this earth. So once you get, you know, do your personal development, pray, meditate, surround yourself by people, speak out loud that you have the desire to remember why you're here on this earth and find lots of ways to laugh. Like I've got this meditation 
that will make you laugh, but it's also calming. So if you need that meditation, let me know. I'll send it to you. Send me a DM on Insta. I'm at Miranda.VonFricken or on LinkedIn, of course. Just say just say meditation or laughter and I'll know exactly what you're talking about. The next thing I want you to do is to create or devise a magical plan. Magical plan, all right? So the first thing was to get to this moment. These are a few things you had to do to get to this moment or that I got to this moment, which was the people and the prayer and the desire and the laughter. The next thing, once you get to this moment, I need you to devise a plan. Here's the thing. I put get to this moment first because I'm in this moment. These are in no particular order, right? You could, you could, I actually reversed these. I actually created a plan. <clears throat> I created a magical plan on January 1st, 2024. Remember that number, 124, because it will come in a future podcast when I talk about numbers and how everything is divinely guided and aligned. I created a plan that got me to a million dollars by the end of 2025. Sure, we just started 2024 and you're like, girl, why don't you do it tomorrow? Why do you got to wait two years? Because I'm, I'm also on earth. <laughs> I am a human, right? Like I may be a magical being and I just realized it today, but I'm also uh, a human. So I have some, some limitations. <laughs> not, not a lot, but I got some. And time happens to be kind of one of them. <laughs> Even though I know time's a made-up construct as well. I'm, I'm living in both of those worlds right now. But I laid out a plan that I felt that felt good to me that could actually happen. And by the end of 2025, I'm going to make a million dollars in that year. That, that, but it starts today. It starts 124. So I'll get to that in the future. So I devised a magical plan. And while I was making that plan, I was like, holy shit. Like I felt it in my soul. I was like, OMG, this is it. So when you're making a plan for this year, if you haven't, if you already made a plan for this year, did you feel like it was magical or did you feel like it was practical? Because that's the that's a big difference. If it was just, oh, here's here's my budget, here's some of the resources and tools and systems I need to buy, and I need to get this type of coach, or I need to do this, like those are good plans, but did it feel magical in your bones where you're like yes this is the plan that's getting me to where I need to go and if you didn't feel a spark or some type of like elevation if you didn't sit up straight and like your heart didn't smile when you were done with that plan go back and revise it go back and ask yourself is this a big enough plan are these the right people and if you're like uh I didn't feel magical about it but I made it like, I'm happy to go over it with you. I have a free 30-minute call. I'll do it with anyone. Get on my calendar. I think it's on uh, on my link tree on Instagram. If not, DM me. 30-minute call, please. Revise my plan, and we'll go through it. I'm cool with it. And so if, if it doesn't feel magical, go back and revise it. If it did feel magical, then fantastic. You're on the right. Maybe go back and look at it anyway based on this podcast like is there something you could tweak is there something like it doesn't all have to be magical I wasn't like jump in the sea of stars and win a million dollars because I'd totally jump in that sea no it was like I write the book I get on stages I create courses I I do the money I get the money I do the things like it was like a literal plan my business plan but uh it still felt magical and then the third thing is to release the outcomes. Something about releasing the outcomes is magical in itself. So not only are we releasing the outcomes, 
we're releasing the how, which is actually the bigger piece. And now I do some sales training. If you watch me on LinkedIn, every Thursday I, I do a, a show called Sales Gone Wild with one of my clients slash friends. And we talk a lot about releasing the outcomes and just really leaning into the process. I take it from an energetic perspective. She takes it from an actual sales leader with like decades worth of experience and awesome training uh, leadership abilities. And so we come to it from different perspectives, but we both feel that releasing the outcomes is a huge part of being successful in sales. Well, in this magical plan we're creating, we're like selling it to ourselves, if you think about it. So when we hold so tightly to an outcome, it doesn't leave room for the light to come in and for the magic to happen. So I need you to re- let go a little bit on your hold of the outcome. So my outcome is that million dollars at the end of 2025. Am I hold, am I held on to it so aggressively if I brought in 500,000 that I'd be like, oh, you freaking loser. What the heck? No. I'd be like, yes, $500,000. What? Like it would be so amazing because it would be way more than I make today. But that's where I'm shooting for, right? Is that million dollars at the end of 2025. And I'm also releasing the how. In my strategy, yes, I have books, I have courses, I've got um, I've got stage speaking, keynotes, travel, all that good stuff. But I don't have little things like get that CRM to get organized, which I need. I'm the worst at systems. Don't come at me. It's it's a thing. <laughs> Obviously, I need systems to get to a million. So I'll 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 get somebody to help me with that. But like I'm not like here's every single step I need to do every single day practically to get to a million. I got to reach out to 10 people and that 10 people will turn into five sales. Like I'm not even I'm not even worried about that. I want you to release that too. Have a plan, work with somebody. Of course, I still need a business coach. Like all my spiritual people are amazing, but I still need a business coach, right? To help me get there. But if we release the how and let our energy guide us and let the universe do its job by conspiring for us, it will help parallel, right? The, with what we're doing and what the universe is doing for us. So by releasing the outcome, we allow the universe to work its magic around us, no matter what your plan is. One time I spoke to um, a coach I worked with in human design, um, we were talking about weight loss and how I've been holding on to this weight for years and it's driving me nuts and I'm eating healthy and carbs and walking and blah, blah, blah. And hacker walks, they're not working. <laughs> and she's like, have you ever just asked God to release the weight from you? And I'm like, what? <laughs> no, like, hey God, can you shed 50 pounds for my, my tired body, please? I know I'm doing the things. Can you do your thing? And it was hilarious. And but it made a lot of sense to be like, listen, she's like, just release it. She's like, do nothing different. Forget forget the no carbs, forget the hot girl walks. She's like, unless you feel good doing it. She's like, but you're, you're hold on so tight to this plan, this intermittent fasting, this gallon of water a day. Like I had like 15 things I was doing that I knew my body needed and I still need to do it because, you know, my body is a wonderland. But I held so tightly that that action would result in weight loss and it, it didn't. I did everything right and it barely resulted in in anything other than a little bit more increased energy and some of the things like increasing your water will do for you, right? But she's like, ask God or the universe to release this weight from you and just expect it to happen. And I thought it was hilarious, but I did. And no, I did not lose 50. I lost 25 though. And I was like, what the Sam hell? Like I literally not like I gained some of it back because, you know, human and all double cheeseburgers. But 
at Starbucks. But the fact that once I released the how and the outcome, it actually started to flow. And what I wanted to happen started to happen because I wasn't obsessed with it so much. So those are just some practical ways. Obviously, get to the moment of knowing and remembering. Create, devise a magical plan and release the outcome and release the how and just live. Live the life you agreed to when you came here. The experiment, the gift, the test, this earthly human experience that we all said yes to, we're here. So do the things you need to do in order to have it be the best experience ever. Sure, go to work, pay your bills, but don't go to work miserable. Don't pay your bills thinking, oh, what the hell, more money out the drain. No, thank you, bills, for coming because what these bills represent something I have in my life, like the internet bill, the cable bill. That means I have internet. That means I can reach out to anybody in the world I want. Thank you. Thank you. Take my money, Time Time Warner Cable. <laughs> like, like all these bills that come in, I get even the medical bills. I get so mad when a medical bill comes in. I'm like, what the hell do we have insurance for? Thank you, bills, because that means there was a doctor present to see me or whoever has the medical bill. And they had the experience and the expertise to heal or to aid in healing of whatever was ailing me at that time. Thank you. Take my money. This is going to change everything in your life. It's going to ascend you to the highest version of yourself. It's going to help you to take the right actions, make the right decisions, surround yourself with the right people, and to ultimately love yourself more than ever and love this existence and love this experiment that we said yes to. Because y'all know love is the real reason we're here, right? Love is the reason. It's always going to be. It's our highest frequency that we can live on. And when we get to that knowing and the awakening and the remembering and that love just flows through us, we become the light that we're meant to be here on this earth. Oh, I am here for all of it. All right, friends, this is probably my longest episode. Thank you for staying with me the whole time. Let me know what you thought of this. I am going in this direction more than ever. Of course, I'm going to bring some LinkedIn personal branding business stuff in the future because that's also who I am. I have that duality of, of, you know, work and hustle and action and growth, but I'm also of this spiritual world. And I think woo is the glue that holds us all together. All right, friends, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Own Your Awesome. I'm your host, Miranda Von Fricken. And until next week, continue to be your most awesome.